0: Just like my father taught me, Timmy D. E. That's I, think why I got his number tattooed on me. You do? Well, I got I got the basketball player with the number twenty one in there.
1: Oh, okay.
0: The and one figure.
1: I, I thought
2: that was I, you.
0: I I don't even think it was really me. I mean, I asked him to to do something similar to a photo of myself, and it looks like that, and it's like the shape but it's got the and one art style and at this point I just I'm just going to tell people it's and one
1: <laughs> <laughs> you know dude that's the exact reason why I'm afraid to get a fucking tattoo man like I'm afraid of like getting a tattoo and then the artist like not doing a good job and I'm just like uh yeah man this is just whatever like that it's, scares me like it scares me
0: that's why you got to pay the the top notch ones man you just gotta like find them on Instagram and they're gonna have like a fucking like one year wait list but and then of course you're gonna pay like a good amount but you're paying for what, what's worth but nah, I mean I'm sure go
1: in there it's fine <laughs> just go into the don't, cheapest one the ones yeah, that don't, are don't like go, $10 dollars one
0: like off of Frio or anything you know Frio <laughs> <laughs> City not even a real business it's just like Raul's tat that's it <laughs>
1: This is the Siete Uno, and we are bringing you another episode of GSPN. Along with me, I do have my two colleagues here. Well, not colleagues, because colleagues is not bad. Like colleagues is like not friends. These are my friends. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so I have on my left here. Which Dark is,
0: far. Yes, I don't know. Did I guess always, correctly?
1: Yeah, you're gonna be. You're always gonna be on my left here. I knew um, it
0: because the dark side is a pathway to many things people consider unnatural.
1: <laughs> yes, the power of the dark side. And then on my right I have
0: Hello, this is Falcon
2: Chu.
1: Falcon Chu. And before we get started, I had a special request from a listener for my uh my weekly tip of the of the week of what obvious things not to do. And she said that if you don't have acne You shouldn't be using acne cleaner or whatever it is. I forgot what it was called. However, I do rebuttal that and say that she was using Hill Country Fairbrand or whatever it was. So I guess that's also just throwing that out there. But I guess you're not supposed to use acne acne remover stuff when you don't have acne.
0: You can't take preventative action?
1: I guess not. I mean, the way she explained it, it was not good. Like, she had a chemical burn.
0: Oh, yeah. You know what's <laughs> funny about acne is that I had it. I wouldn't say I had it bad in high school, but I definitely had, like, pimples here and there. I had acne more than anything. And I was like, you know what? I can't wait till I'm, like, 30 and I don't have acne anymore because, like, you're going to grow mm-hmm. out of it eventually. And I still get fucking pimples, dude. Yeah, like, what the hell, and... dude? I'm like, am I never going to stop growing up? <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: Dude, funny story. Okay. This is a secret that I've kept from y'all for years. I'm going to come clean here. Uh, yes. A long time ago, like it was like 6th, 7th grade maybe. I was getting pimples too, like really bad pimples. And my mom bought me acne stuff to, to clean it and or to like to dry it out or whatever. I put it on. I was I had to use it every day just because it was just like bad. Like I was getting it bad. So I was trying to like make sure it didn't, you know, whatever. I had these wipes that I would use to clean, to clean my face off with the oil. And over time, I guess the acid was bleaching my hair right here. And one of y'all, I I think it was Falcon. Falcon asked me, he's like, Hey, why is your hair blonde right there? And I was like, I made up some stupid ass story. I was like, Oh, my nephews (laughs) played a trick on me when I was younger or when I was asleep they dyed my my hair and that's why it's like that and i had to like live with it for for a few for a few weeks until my hair grew out and you know i was able to like play it off or whatever but yeah i was because i was i was too scared i felt like y'all would make fun of me if i was using that stuff to clean my face it was like i don't know
0: i think we all were using it man You yeah, i know like, i'm going super <laughs> sand <laughs>
1: well at the time it wasn't i don't know it, at the time i was the nerdy kid trying to act cool. Dude, I think
0: one to Nine. you son, I went to you, uh, your place, siete, and I think, I think I used some Neutrogena thing that you had because I had a pimple coming in like right under one of my lip, on my bottom lip. But I like overused that shit, uh-huh. and like overnight, it was like it like got so dried out, it looked like a dark purple scab, like oh, right shit. under my lip, and it was like hard as a fucking rock dude and i was like i would rather have my fucking whitehead pimple back than this fucking like patrick's rock from spongebob on my lip like it was fucking gross dude and uh (laughs) but ever since that day i was like i actually wanted that thing that i used because it fucking once the scab fell off i was like it was smooth it was clean it was perfect i was like damn it fucking worked (laughs) i was about to pour a whole batch of that shit on my back
1: No shit, right? Yeah, dude. Fucking. That shit does work. It fucking dried out my face, like, hardcore. Like, I remember going to practice and, like, I was sweating. And I fucking, I guess I did have a chemical burn. I didn't show it, but, like, my face was always raw because of of the shit. But I don't give a fuck. Like, I was going to
0: say, I think my acne was bad freshman year, too, because of the football helmet.
1: Yeah, I remember our fucking. We always had fucking uh uh acne on our on our head on our foreheads yeah like, that's the us. reason
0: i didn't play sophomore through senior year i was like fuck that
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's also why i shaved my head i think that was part of there was a lot of reason why i just shaved my head
0: because we're in texas and having hair is like an abomination during the summer
1: dude it was dude i fucking hated dude i fucking hated having hair during that time frame, once I got once I once I got smart and I shaved it off, I was like, "All right, this makes a lot of it made a lot of sense because I'm also like I I also want to sleep. So if I didn't have to comb my hair, that's like three extra minutes that I had to sleep. <laughs> I fucking timed that. I fucking timed <laughs> it out as much as I could, man. Like as whatever I could to just not have to deal with with waking up. I would do it that way. <laughs> but ye well. We got an action-packed agenda today. I was gonna say we could bullshit for a little bit, but we've we got to get
0: down to business.
1: We got to get down to business. We've been off for—I oh, want to man—has it been just two weeks or has it been a month? It's been like three, I think. Pretty I sure it's know. been three. Yeah, yeah, we've been we've been gone for a while, so we got a lot to discuss. The first thing we do definitely need to discuss is going into our sports. We want to talk about the Spurs. Of course. I mean, this has become a I think it's become a podcast where we all we do is just talk about the Spurs. <laughs> we have sports in our in our name, but it should be changed to the
0: Geek Spurs sports
1: podcast network. But yeah, I've got we've got a lot to discuss because, <laughs> you know, we've been we've been losing. We've been losing a lot. That's like, good. <laughs> Well, I did see someone saying we should go ahead and just start tanking. And I'm like, well. I
0: mean, shit. Let's get another lottery, bro.
1: Yeah, well, I guess we're kind of close to doing that. But, yeah, I mean, definitely. I mean, we are we are in the uh, official Spurs Facebook page or whatever. That's what it's called, right, Falcon? Yeah. Yeah, the official Spurs uh, fan page or some shit like that. And. You know, I'm I'm looking on their Facebook page, and I like I get a lot of their posts or whatever. And you know, God damn man, like I I wonder, I, I really wonder if if this page, how long this page has been around? Because I want to look back in the at the previous posts to see if they were freaking out this much when things were going good. Because every time I go into that. Facebook page. It's like it's time for Pop to leave. Pop doesn't know what the fuck he's doing. Pop is fucking uh, running the Spurs down to into the ground. The front office is making bad decisions, and you know, for the most part, I can I can agree to some things. Like Pop, I, I think Pop is messing up in certain. Th- I, I don't agree with Pop's decision to go small ball. That's been my thing since the beginning of this of the of the season. But I'm willing to to say he's probably got an idea of where it's gonna go and i mean yeah it's not working right now but eventually over time once the group gets better i feel like it's gonna work and you know it's just i'm seeing these fans freak out and i'm like just give it time it's it's not gonna be it it, it, the old saying is rome wasn't built in a day and Fucking, it was surely destroyed in fucking one day with fucking that bitch. But you know, we're rebuilding it. We're trying to get it to where it needs to be again. And now, you know, people are freaking the fuck out, and I, I just don't like that. But what is y'all's thoughts on that? I'm, I don't want to talk too much about it. Well,
0: as far as the small ball thing goes, I know you don't like it. I kind of don't like it either. I kind of feel like it's hurting right now. You know, I feel like it's hurting the most is a uh, Keldon Johnson. Because we've we've been playing him at the PF position in yeah. like the last few games, dude. Like, not that I'm expecting him to score like 18 points per game or anything, but like, I feel like playing down, playing not, not 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 that he's playing the post either, but playing that position, it's gotta like take a toll on him at some point because he's probably still going up against actual power forwards who are like mm-hmm. six eight, you know, and. If anything, it's probably going to hinder him a little bit because I feel like his natural position should be like maybe small forward, maybe shooting guard. And it's going to fuck him up playing a position for a whole year that he's not even truly like natural to.
1: Yeah. So that's one
0: thing that's kind of concerning me. But then again, that's on fucking, I don't know, Lamarcus Carcass leaving (laughs) and not being a good postman. That's also on uh, Trey Lyles sucking dick. Who else is out there? Oh, Luca not doing anything. Like, could you imagine if Luca was actually decent? Then maybe he could be in that spot, and we could be using Keldon somewhere else. Mm-hmm. No. Nope. Right. Right now, he's taking the brunt of it all because he's the only dude that has enough that's showing the physicality for that position, despite being like six foot four. <laughs> yeah. <You
1: know? laughs> no, so it, it's just you know, you're one hundred percent right. I agree with that because, dude. I mean, because first of all, you hit it right on the nail, right on the head there. Because I don't think. That Biggie, uh, Biggie D and I were arguing about this a while back because, you know, I, I say they're guards and I understand they're small, small forwards and guards. You know, they're I know they're forwards, you know, but these guys are they're ball handlers. They're 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 people that can come up the court with the ball. Like I don't consider if you're someone that can do that, I don't consider you to be like a four or five. Like for me, I mean, for me, I just I guess I'm just being old school. The four and the five are people that are fucking, you know, six foot, I don't know, like almost seven foot tall, fucking in the paint, in the post, just fucking working the post. That's what I see as a forward and center, or a four and a five. So, you know, to see Keldon down there, I don't see him as a four because he's really a three and a two. He can slash, he can dribble the ball, he can do stuff with the ball. And Biggie was fighting with me about it because, like, he was like, no, he's a forward. He's a small forward. And I'm like, well, he's a ball handler. I mean, that's that's what I'm trying to say. When I say guard, I'm saying he's a ball handler because that's yeah. what I that's how I picture guards. But what are what are your thoughts, Falcon?
2: Huh. I think people need to chill the Falcon out. <laughs> <laughs> um, Pop, you know, Pop is Pop. Mm-hmm. When 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 in a couple of years, when Pop's gone, people will be crying, missing Pop. Ain't but country. uh. I think the the time that these guys can get with Pop, I know we're not gonna be winning much in these next couple of years, but the time that they get with him is gonna be priceless, man. I agree. You know, just the coaching. Not not just on the court, but off the court. Mm-hmm. And it's gonna make them better men and they're gonna help us, uh it's gonna help us in the long run when he does pass that pass it off to someone else but what i was gonna say oh yeah i was worried about i was worried about the second half of the schedule when i saw the second half of the schedule the games that we've been losing were not the games that i was worried about so we're losing to some teams that i feel like we should be beating once again you know we're going through a struggle and you gotta you gotta embrace it as part of not We've been fortunate, you know. Not everyone is like that. Like, there's teams that go through horrible dry spells. We're not as bad. We're not as bad pops picking up the broken pieces. And uh, he's doing the best that he can. I we were, spoon were all right fed
0: as children.
1: Yeah, we were spoon-fed. And I think Imagine being a of- T-Wolves
0: fan. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> no shit. No, but, you know, I think that is the problem, is that, you know, the, the people that are on there, I feel are people, like, that are our age that you know, expect the Spurs to be winners. And I'm just like, are y'all not paying attention? Are y'all not seeing the situation we're in right now? Like we're in a rebuild, like not when, when, when that bitch was here, we were in the starts of a rebuild. Like we, we decided, all right, I got an analogy. We fucking, when that bitch was here, you know, we, we decided to start remodeling our house, we're Like, You know what? We're going to fucking remodel this house. Let's go ahead and start tearing down some walls Nothing major, just, just you know, spruce it up a little bit. And then that bitch came through and he's like, you know what? Fuck y'all. And he went through with a fucking sledgehammer and fucking brought down everything. Fucking came in with a bulldozer, bulldozered the house down. And that's where he left us with. And now we're fucking having to fully rebuild the fucking house.
0: But Damar and Jacob, or Jacob, came in with the plaster.
1: Yep, they did fucking, sure did fucking, they did what with they the could. Plaster. Jakob came in with the plaster. Fucking Jakob came in with fucking architectural plans to rebuild the Halkin House.
0: Yo, I'm not going to lie. Jakob has been impressing me the last few games because he was like getting uh, double doubles for like a good string of games, dude. Yeah. He was got, let me see. It started on March 27th. He went 20 and 9, 17 and 11, 12 and 14, 14 and 10, 14 and 13. And then he had two bad games. And then against Denver, he had 13 and 10. I
1: was like, damn, double-double machine, dude. Dude, he's the only problem. There's two things that I I see problems with Jakob. Number one is his free throw shooting now. (laughs) That's fucking shit, man. Like, did you see, Jafar, did you fucking see that game where he airballed two fucking free
0: throws? I I saw the clips on, like, Instagram or something
1: oh man i was like what are you doing yakub fucking you're my boy i, I defend you and you're fucking doing it oh <laughs> you're doing that shit to me but i mean he wouldn't have oh fuck fuck that that's why he. that's why he's third stringer now the fucking behind uh that new guy gorgry whatever oh uh, d'ang d'ang yeah <laughs> But any, uh, what I, going back to my main point that I was trying to say, the, the other problem with Jakob is that he doesn't have a post game. You know, he's just there to clean up. Like, if someone misses, he's there to clean up. But, dude, can you imagine if he developed a post game? Like, he just needs a summer just to, like, sit with Tim or something just so he can yeah. learn how to play the post.
0: Even and, if dude, he just got, like, a hook shot.
1: Yeah, yeah, dude. Like, and I saw it. Like, I saw a glimpse of it. Like, it's... He's got the potential to do it. It's just he's got to sit down and fucking learn how to shoot. Like, I don't, dude, that's the one thing I don't understand. How do these fucking big men, that's the one problem I have with big men. Like, (laughs) with Shaq, like, how do you grow up playing fucking basketball and you can't fucking shoot the ball? Maybe
0: it's because the ball is so small in their hands, dude. So they, like, practically palm it. So
2: So they're seven feet, and then their arm span puts, like, like, they're, like, less than a foot away from the rim, right? Like, it's just a baby. But yeah. fucking Come Tim, on, now.
1: Tim fucking could do it. Tim had the fucking bank shot. Well, granted, it was a bank shot. But he fucking made it work, and it went in. It's like you it, this
0: was the ball, and I had my hand all over it. It's Dude, hard, man.
1: They can fucking do it. And if that bitch can fucking learn how to shoot, anybody can fucking learn how to shoot.
0: Took years of chip England. I
1: chip think England. it
2: is easier to shoot when, when you can palm the ball a little bit. So, you know... With Kubitch, that's
0: why that's why it's easier. I
1: don't know, dude. I I've heard the opposite. I've heard I that feel like yeah it's harder a
0: smaller hand is better because you act more like a catapult. Yeah.
2: You well know? well nah. I mean if you're
0: Shaq, that's a different story, you know. The way that Shaq
2: held the ball, you know he would hold it like if it was a ping pong ball.
1: And <laughs>
2: you gotta you gotta put your hand on the ball, you know. Don't be afraid, Shaq. Like caress it,
1: you know. You gotta love it. I think Shaq
0: also had, like, eyesight problems.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's probably true, too. Fucking Shaq probably did have some eyesight problems. Nah, but, yeah, dude, I just... Oh, man, it's frustrating to see, you know, fans freaking out the way they are. Like...
0: They should be happy either way.
1: Dude, yeah, I mean, like... Like, I'm not, I'm not sad. I, I mean, I'm sad that we're losing. Like, do I want to, I want us to win. Like, I obviously want us to win. But, you know, the way I see it is these guys are learning. You know, They're, they're out there. They're being, they're being thrown into the fire. They're, they're being put into situations on learning on how to, to, to win through them. And, you know, I mean, me personally, I mean, I'm 100% willing. I should, I was saying that we should have fucking gotten rid of damar a long time ago like damar and what's his name lamarcus because we we are using them as or we with damar for sure but with both of them we were using them as a crutch like whenever things got tough we're like all right give them the ball and let you know let them try to win the games for us and of course it didn't work because it was them but you know i'm my my thing is is that we should be giving these the the youngins their their chance to to win games and be put in the tough situations like for that get forged through fire like that's what they need to do you know and i, I don't I'm, know what's happening well but but see that's the thing that that's my, my argument is is that at the end of the game, like the other day when we went when we went to overtime, who had the ball in the hands to put us in overtime? It was fucking Demar. Demar's the one that that drove it in to shoot that shot. And if he wasn't there, I feel like it would be going to like Dejounte or Keldon or Lonnie. Well, not Lonnie, not right now because he's hurt. But or Vassell. You know, like we need to be giving them those people a shot to do things. And I feel like with Pop pop is you know he's trying to win he's trying to win the games too and if we have demar derozan out there we're gonna fucking use demar derozan it's i think it was <laughs> it goes back to that moneyball analogy i said a while ago where we well the way i was saying we were trying to moneyball it with the players we have but in the movie the one thing that they did was the manager of the baseball team was still using... He wasn't following the plan. Like, in the movie Moneyball, they have a plan. They have a whole thing set up to make these players win, statistically. But the manager's fucking it up because he does not agree with the statistics of it. And he just knows baseball. And he's like, all right, I'm going to fucking play baseball. And he was fucking trying to do things. And in order for them to follow the plan they started trading away all their best players. So that way the manager had to follow the plan. Does that make sense? Yeah. And I think that's the situation we're in. Like, it can work. Like, it can work with what we're doing. But we need to get rid of DeMar and LaMarcus and Rudy Gay. And I'm tempted to even say Patty Mills. Just so that way the young guys are forced to, to be put in situations where they have to win. Through their... Patty Mills ain't infringing on anything. Well, no, I mean it's it's not that I don't want Patty Mills. Like I want to keep Patty Mills. My problem is is that I feel like at the end of the game we're trying to win by 3, Pop is going to end up using Patty Mills because he's, you know, that's the trusted person. He's that's who's got trust in.
0: I thought we trusted in Pop.
1: I, I do trust in Pop, but I don't, I don't know. I just like feel Pop like
0: I just feel like uh win or lose, I'll be happy either way. If we win, I'm happy because it's good for the the psych of our young guys. And they're like, we did it, you know? Especially if it's through them and, like, if DeMar wasn't involved. But if we lose, I'm like, yo, dude, draft time. Here we come. Like, I'm ready to add some pieces. Like, I don't know anything about the prospects for this summer. Like, what, what college players are hot or not. But, I mean, you never know. And the Spurs are always pretty good at finding gems. Yeah, dude.
1: I mean, people people are talking shit about the front office and how they're how the front office has been making a lot of mistakes. But dude, the front office has gotten us uh, Dejounte. It's gotten us Kelden Johnson. It's gotten us fucking Vassell. You know we Derek White. Derek White. I mean, we've the front office has gotten us players like they've done enough to find good players. Do I agree that, you know, we should have let the Marcus go for nothing? No, I don't think I think that was a mistake. I mean, there's probably some reason behind it, some chess chess move that they were trying to make, but maybe I think someone pointed out in that group that uh, that that Dane was the chess move. Maybe, Cause they, yeah, cuz they're saying like they let the Marcus go so that way they would have cap space freed up. And then, what happened to
0: oh they, it, something happened with like Marquise Chris too right because didn't we yeah yeah we and then releasing
1: happened. him gave us some more cap space somehow I think yeah and I don't then, understand the analytics the, of it yeah the whole analytic the whole the whole contract the business money thing of it yeah fucking did y'all see well, that oh, what did you say well, I
2: was gonna say well don't you worry because uh, Derozan
0: is gonna you know he's gonna leave this off season
1: yeah no yeah, that's a for I, sure thing
0: and you know I kind of. I'm okay with him staying and finishing out the season. Cause it makes sense. Like for a guy who was super loyal to the team before us, and then he got backstabbed by them. We, 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 when we got him, I think it was just one of those things where like, we accepted him with open arms and he just kind of, I think just it's the person he is. He's like, let me just finish out my time with y'all because he's loyal, which yeah. I love dude. Like it in an, in another universe where we didn't have so many fucking guards I would love to keep DeMar on the team, dude. Yeah. But it's just not in the cards. Like, he just came at a really awkward time where we were already loaded with, like, point guards and shooting guards, and he was already, like, turning 30. Yeah. And it's just like, you know, give him give him a proper farewell after this season, and he can go and sign with whoever he wants. And there's no bad blood between him and San Antonio like there is with him in Toronto.
1: Yeah. You yeah. Yeah. Straight up, no, I 100% like, agree with that He'll
0: always be a Spur Yeah mm-hmm. So, I'm down with that
1: Yeah, I mean, I've I've always said That there was just it, Someone was going to be the odd man out And that's why LaMarcus had to leave Because if LaMarcus stayed Then that meant fucking Vassell wouldn't be getting minutes Now, or Keldon, Or whoever You know, there's ha, ha, Having LaMarcus gone Freeze up some space for for people to play. I would
0: uh, I would love to see the cell getting some minutes at power forward. But then I just looked up his height. I I always think he's taller than what he is because of his wingspan. Yeah, and I'm like, oh, he's six foot five, dude. He's just like an he's just got like an inch on Keldon. Like, <laughs> never mind, he's not power forward material.
1: Well, dude, that's how that's what I'm saying. Like, that's why I'm like, all these forwards are really guards. I mean, they're not tall enough to be fucking fucking forwards to me, but. That's just my opinion, I guess. That's it's just
0: so weird to me that the game of basketball has transitioned to small bowl. Because growing up, it was always based on, like, you got to be tall. Mm-hmm. You got to be a big man. But that's just, like, everything in, in life, history will repeat itself. And there will be a day in the NBA where the big man takes over again.
1: Yeah.
0: I believe that.
1: They just got to teach that again.
0: Some dominant 300-pound motherfucker is just going to come in and feed the paint. Well, over, see, you know. Over.
1: I've I have this theory that there it, we need they, there needs to be a hybrid player. The reason why I feel like we've transitioned to small ball, or like the NBA just transitioning to small ball, is because of players like Kevin Durant or Giannis Antetokounmpo. I can't say his last name. You know, like they're big men, but they can handle the ball. They're they're an outside threat. Well, Durant's an outside threat. Giannis, he can just dribble the ball. He has ball-handling skills. But, you know, it's going to take... To to bring back the post game, it's going to take somebody that can play, that can keep up with the guards on the defensive end, but when they get to the offensive end, they can, you know, play the post. And that's what it's going to take. It's going to take somebody that can do both of those two things. And to get that is going to be kind of rough because to be a post player, you know, you got to have some weight behind you. You know, you can't just be fucking kevin durant in the post i feel if that makes sense
0: maybe it's zion williamson dude
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah man zion's gonna be the the next the next big post player
0: he's actually killing it i was looking at his stats today i was like holy shit is he really dude uh let me see his his rebounding can definitely improve but i mean it's only his second year and so i don't know but Zion Williamson is averaging 26.5 points per game and 7 rebounds. Holy fuck. So like 26 a game on his second year is pretty fucking good. <laughs> yeah. But that's So him too, the... power forward at 6 foot 7.
1: Oh yeah, that's that's that the...
0: weight though, that body, I man. Yeah, no, we had around. like 2 more inches then he would not look as thick probably.
1: <laughs> Yee, yeah, I agree. Yeah. But but, Hopefully we
0: get a PF this summer.
1: I doubt that. I doubt the. I think they're gonna. They're committing to the to the small ball shit. We're gonna get a big man
0: shooter. I mean, at least a PF that can play. Like, trade the rights to Luca for something. <laughs> like, I don't, know. dude.
1: I mean, I had so
0: much. Because to me, a good a good size power forward right now would be like six foot nine, mm-hmm. and that's a good that's a good height where you can. Put on a good amount of muscle to be in the paint, but you can kind of keep yourself lean enough to like move around. Maybe kind of like a like a shorter Kevin Garnett kind of guy. Mm-hmm. You know, if that would ever work. Well, can imagine that.
1: Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, Jafar hasn't. I mean, you haven't actually been seeing s- some of the games, so I will say Luca's changed a little bit. Oh, be- before Luca was, you know, on my shit list where I was just like fucking. Trade his ass for a bag of chips, and that's worth it. But he's actually—I I know he doesn't. His his stats don't reflect it, but he is kind of getting a little more, a little more aggressive and being a little acting like he wants to be there. If that makes sense. Oh, didn't
0: he get the start the other day? Yeah, maybe that was good for his confidence.
1: Well, there was like—I forgot what game it was—but there was one game where he ended up scoring like, like twenty points or something. Ooh. And yeah. it's just, you know, it, it was when he came back from the G League, he started actually producing, which was, I've been
0: seeing on know. Instagram. People were like talking about how like he's still only like how old is he, like 19 or 20? Ye- right. 20. Yeah, 20. yeah. And how like 20 20. he's still he's still too used to Euroball. Euro ball. Yeah. And that it's just going to take some time for him to get used to the physicality of the NBA, which I guess is like. It makes sense, but it's like, you've been in the NBA for like two years now, dude. You should have an idea of like what it
1: is. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, man. I think it's just, I don't know why he plays like, it's either he's playing timid or he's playing like he doesn't want to be there anymore. And that's like the big motherfucking problem.
0: Does he ever post up Mm. or does he just kind of play fluid and like move around?
1: He moves around. Mm. I feel like he's kind of, he's kind of like Bertens. Man, don't I miss that guy? Mm
0: -hmm, mm -hmm. To this day, I still can't look at a picture of Marcus Morris and like not like clench my fists because I just think of Bertans leaving us for
1: that. He a bitch. Yeah. Yeah, I will give I will give that group one thing. Somebody was somebody posted on there that you know everyone's talking shit about Kawhi, but no one's fucking pissed off about Morris or no one's saying shit about Morris. He's the one that made us lose Bertans, and I'm like, well. That's
0: true, but wow. who's he with? now? the Lakers. He no, he's with
2: the Clippers. No, uh, Morris. Oh,
0: Morris. I don't know. Him and his brother are so stupid for each other. I, I they can't play in a like away from each other. Mm. So they're both in L.A., but one's with yeah. Clippers, one's Lakers. And I'm like, you guys suck, dude. You're always yeah. trying to go to the same state.
2: Yeah, I think that's what what pissed me off even more about the Morris is that he ended up going and teaming up with Kawhi. So that's where he's at. He's uh, there. And
1: wow. The fucking fucking uh, Clippers ain't doing shit either.
0: Well, let's hope not. Yeah. They'll have the second-round exit, like always. Let's hope. I'm hoping for that. I, I'll hope, be cheering. I hope they meet the Lakers in the playoffs, dude, and just get manhandled. I'm hoping for that. Fucking that bitch wants to leave
1: fucking the Clippers Oh, you saw already. that, yeah. Yeah, yeah. fucking...
0: I don't know how true that is. I I mean, I was just on like a basketball page on Instagram, and there is—I don't even know—but it's not like a satire page or anything. It was like legit news, and I'm just like, what? This guy made all this like commotion about wanting to play in California, and then after two years, he's gonna be like, oh no, Miami. Yeah, dude, it's his uncle. If he if he does pull that off, then I'm really gonna be like, okay, yeah, I'm I'm done with you because. I still would have kept my respect, little respect I have for him still, if he stayed put in California for his whole career. Because then I'd be like, you know what? You you did what you said you were going to
1: do. Yeah. But, yeah. Nah, man. I think Kawhi has this idea. Well, I think his uncle has this idea that he needs to be this big old superstar like LeBron and fucking Michael Jordan. And if he stayed in San Antonio, I think he would have. He could have had that. But right. now that he's gone, you know, he's going to... I I think his uncle's just going to run him to the ground. Here's a question.
0: I just thought about it. If Tamar leaves, who is the our top guy next year? Who's going to be like our leading point scorer? I think it's DeJounte.
1: It might be DeJounte.
0: If, if, if DeJounte works more on his shot, I, th- I think he'd be cold, dude. I think he'd be a cold-blooded mofo.
1: Dude, he's... Because he he's got that getting
0: mid-range pull-up that already sinks in, and it has that shooter's role to it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And I'm just like, damn, dude, if, if you got your shot a little more wet, oh, it'd be nasty. It could be nasty.
1: Dude, I, I can most definitely see DeJounte taking up that role, man.
0: I think he wants it. He's a dog, dude. Yeah, I think he wants it. His confidence is already there.
1: I oh, feel. yeah, his confidence is – I think his confidence – there was one game, I forget, where he was just – It was just going for him. But then I think it was one of of the games where, like, it was in the first half and then the second half he only had, like, two points. (laughs) But, I mean, but that's also the problem with the Spurs right now. It's just that they don't have any fucking consistency. And, you know, like, like, you don't know who's going to have the hot hand going into the game because, you know, it's just, it's whatever. And that's the other reason why I don't like the small ball shit because I feel like it relies heavily on someone getting hot. Whereas with the post, I mean, as long as you fucking play the post, you're gonna get your points, you know? Like I just don't see I just don't see a post player not being able to score at least ten points, you know? At least that. I mean with if they're doing throws. it fucking right. Yeah, at least in free throws too, yeah, exactly. But. The
0: postman should at least go to the line like four times a game, you know. <laughs> at least
1: Yeah, yeah no shit. And I mean, fucking Jakob could be fucking getting all sorts of points if he fucking hit his fucking free throws. True. (laughs) Yeah,
0: dude. DeJounte's getting 16 a game right now with seven rebounds and five assists. And that's in 30 minutes of play. So if he got like 36, 37, 38 minutes per game, I could see him. That's, I mean, that's practically a whole other quarter for him of play. Mm -hmm. So he could get up to like 20 points per game.
1: And then, dude, what end, what will end up needing to happen is if DeMar does leave, that means that he will be getting that time, those extra minutes, because right now you have to split time with fucking Patty Mills and Derek White. But if DeMar's gone, you know, there's DeJounte can be out there more and then still give Patty Mills and Derek White the time they need. You know, because those those two deserve to be out there just as much as Jante. you know? Like, mm-hmm. I feel like they need to be out there. And the problem is, is that with DeMar there, it's just... That's what I'm saying, like... They're just, just like in needs, limbo. Yeah, it... it, it, it DeMar leaving is going to solve a lot of minute problems. I don't think it's going to solve the scoring problem that we have, but it is going to solve the minute problems, and people are going to be out there a little more that need to be out there a little more. What up, my nerds? This is the Siete Uno, and I am coming at you from the future. And if you're wondering why the hell is future Siete Uno talking to me right now, it's because, if you weren't aware, we were in a little bit of a hiatus the past month, mainly because of me. There was some personal issues that I had to deal with, and it was I was unable to record, and then just life happened, and we weren't able to do anything. You know, we had to be an adult. So, just want to let you know. I mean, this we recorded this past Sunday. It was meant to be uh, one whole episode. But it kind of ran too long, and we're just, you know, I don't think we're going to be able to record next week, and especially with my personal issues, I don't know if we're going to be able to do stuff next week. So uh, we decided to just go ahead and split this one episode into two episodes, because it was long enough to do that. So uh next week, we will be coming at you to talk to you about the first four episodes, I believe, of falcon and the winter soldier by the time we get to our next recording winter soldier probably be over with so we'll probably have a more discussion to go over there but yeah i hope you enjoyed our spurs talk definitely like share subscribe share let people know about us if you think we're funny please share let them know that way we can become famous and be cool and all that shit so thank you all for listening we appreciate if You have been listening. We appreciate you taking time to, or letting us handle our situation, or my situation. But, yeah, so definitely take care. Love your family. Have a good one. Bye, guys.